Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Film Court Cast, the podcast where we do movie reviews and talk everything film. On this episode, we're talking about DC League of Super Pets, talking about Film Court Digital, and as always, getting off topic. Let's get into it. What's going on? I'm your host, James Paul Shepard, and here with me today is Josh Shepard. How's it going? So, Josh, anything new? Anything exciting? No. Uh, nothing really uh, going on here. Just work and life. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on. Uh, <laughs> we did we did get together last week to do the review on Gray Man. But we had some technical difficulties with the audio recording, not separating files and this and that. So we did not get to release that podcast. Maybe that will be a bummer. Maybe that'll be a special release or something for the the film core crew members. Little little uh, special episode in there for them. Uh, yeah. So I've looked. There are a lot of festivals film festivals coming up that we need to start writing and submitting to to start putting things out this year working on some more stuff for the channel trying to get back in the groove of that yet again that's the story of my life so uh we're gonna we're gonna get back into that but we're gonna we're gonna do this uh this movie we're gonna try to keep it pg for the kids i guess because this is a kids review to let you know if you should take your 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 little ones to go see this and that movie is the dc league of super pets crypto the super dog and superman are inseparable best friends sharing the same superpowers and fighting crime side by side in metropolis however crypto must master his own powers for a rescue mission when superman is kidnapped it was written by Jared Stern and John Whittington, directed by Jared Stern and Sam Levine, starring Dwayne Johnson, Kevin Hart, Kate McKinnon, John Krasinski, and many others. A lot of voices in this one. A lot of oh, yeah. stacked cast, for sure. Runtime, one hour and 46 minutes. Let's see if that's a good time or a bad time. Rotten Tomato Critics. So when I wrote this up, Rotten Tomatoes was at 72%. Wow. I went back in there, double checked before I got started. It has dropped 1%. It is now 71% by the oh. critics. Still 89% with the audience, which is not a big gap that we've seen before between the two. Uh, budget. Got an idea on this budget. All animated. Ah, uh, probably gonna run around two hundred mil. Man, you have high hopes for this film. No, this film only cost ninety million dollars. Wow. Um, they did it in Houdini. I did see, looked that up. Uh, it was all edited and stuff, created in Houdini, and um, I guess a special animal oh, company uh, that. Yeah, we saw that at the end of the credits. To, uh, credits, yeah. so animal something, animal house, no, not animal house, animal something. Yeah, yeah. Gross as of today, 
filming this podcast, $41 million worldwide. Um, when I looked earlier, again, when I was writing all this, uh, it was set, it was only $9.3 million from yesterday and Saturday. I don't know if it just wasn't updated yet. I know a lot of people were saying it's projected to make $23 million opening weekend. Um, it looks like it's um, surpassed that. I did see something that said it beat Nope in the box office. Oh, really? Which is which is uh, oh Nope's little, already been out for a week too though. So. Yeah, which I mean it's a little. I don't know if it, they were they were probably basing it on this weekend um, beating the numbers, which I would understand because yeah, like you said, it's already been out for a week. People did go see it when it came out, so I I would hope that this movie just coming out this week beats a movie that's been out for yeah. a week. Doesn't already. happen all the time though. Yeah uh let's uh let's get into it and let's see let's see what you uh thought because you and elizabeth and i went to go see this yesterday so yeah uh, (laughs) so i think overall it was a really good movie um super cute uh movie if you want (laughs) to put it that way um definitely very good for a family to go see and take kids to go see uh if you don't want to spend the kind of money for that definitely i it's definitely understandable um more than likely being a dc wonder well warner brothers will probably be on hbo max shortly uh but overall um the animation definitely more on i'd say to what i've seen more on the kiddish side of animation and stuff it's not so much like straight realistic animation and everything um as you can see in the trailers and stuff uh, the voice acting is really good. Uh, I definitely probably couldn't do it as much as they do because having to be able to get the expressions and everything like that in your voice along with the with what's going on and everything in the scene and stuff, they definitely do really good for that. Uh, the story I thought was really good. Um, having you know the other pets and everything get their superpowers and stuff like that and teaming up with crypto and everything was really good. Um, one of the biggest things we all laughed at in the movie theater about was the the many many marvel references that they had throughout the movie yes i thought it was really funny and and just well put in and everything and stuff because you know they didn't name any names or anything except for one i guess with iron man uh but they didn't you know they just made it sly and everything with that with the rest of it and stuff was really was really funny uh I think overall, for me personally, I, I I thought it was really good. I like, I mean, I like kids movies and stuff, and I like animation movies. Uh, so I'd, I'd probably give it a four out of five. It was, it was definitely overall really good for me, and uh, I definitely recommend taking the kids to go see it. All right. So first number out the gate is a four out of five. That's a that's a pretty pretty high number for uh, for this film. Here comes the critic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so we've talked about it many times on here. DC makes the best animated films. They, like, they, do, they do really well on their animated films, not so much on their live action. Live action TV shows, awesome. So animation is their thing. With that being said, I think this movie missed the mark. It, it was just, I feel like it was, it was a mess. It was all over the place. Um, the story, 
it had potential to be a really good story. I just feel I feel like they really they really tried to get the parents engaged in this film. They try to like gear it towards adults as well to to get them to go watch it. But I think they pushed it too far for the adults. Because even I don't know if you noticed when we were in the theaters, there was kids getting antsy, just not caring about the the movie because it didn't keep their attention. It just it, it wasn't there. Yeah. Um, there were a few funny moments. It was not as funny as I thought it was going to be with uh, with Kevin Hart and The Rock, as we've seen them do movies before. Yeah, thinking because because Kevin Hart was hilarious and uh, um. Secret Life of Pets. Secret Life of Pets. That one. He was hilarious in that. So I thought maybe maybe he'd be a little funnier in this. There were some funny moments. The animation, uh, w- well done for being an animation movie, not not a DC animation movie. It wasn't as, um, I, I don't know, like the the characters weren't drawn the way that you would think an animated DVC movie would be if you watch DC animated movies. So with that being said, not as funny as I thought it would be definitely giving it a three out of five. I wouldn't say don't see it with the family. I would recommend watching it at home on HBO max. If it, when it comes out on that, which um, with the numbers and the reviews, it, probably will hit hbo max sooner than we think um not saying that it should have been a direct to hbo max i mean it was a little better than being direct um because we because i did say that about buzz lightyear buzz lightyear should have been directly to uh disney so with that being said it was it was a movie three out of five is what i'm giving it i wouldn't i wouldn't race out to go see it not not at all. <laughs> but I did find some interesting fun facts about this film. Oh, yeah. Um, so real quick, guys, just to let you know, there are two credit scenes. If you're waiting, we only stayed for one. We found out there's a second one. So definitely stay for that because the second one's supposed to be pretty interesting. But let's get back into some fun facts about this. Apparently did not know this all the characters except pb are based on dc characters except for pb pb is the only one of the members that is not based on an actual dc comic character so the other ones are in the comics i guess um, wow apparently because merton which yeah. is the turtle yeah um and the comics is actually a male character is a male turtle so they they yeah, you would think that. with that name that it would be but it's definitely a female in the yeah so so apparently they're all actual actual characters and that i did that's interesting did not know uh, that, apparently not... chip the squirrel uh-huh. is a green lantern is an actual green lantern um in the comics but in this in this movie he's got electric powers Instead of a lantern ring, he has powers. So Ace was is actually in the comic books. Yep. Really? And is he's Batman? I don't know. Because it didn't say I didn't really look into it. I might have to look later to see where 
like all the characters yeah. are. Huh. So this is Kevin Hart and The Rock's fifth collaboration movie together, which they do make a good team. I think they, they do really, really do. well together. Do. Uh, because I saw I saw uh, The Man from Tokyo. Or no, oh, Toronto. The Man from Toronto with uh, Ed, uh, uh, Woody, Woody Harrelson and yeah. and Kevin Hart, and it it was it was good. It just wasn't as funny as him and The Rock it together. Rock. So they yeah. they definitely do <laughs> a really good job together. Olivia Wilde playing the voice of Lois Lane after a decade when she screen tested for Lois Lane and Man of Steel. So she really? finally gets to play Lois Lane. It's an animated Lois Lane, but she finally gets the. That would have definitely been Lois a different Lane. act outtake for that if uh, what's her name didn't get it and Olivia Wilde did. I, I and it, I, like I was sitting here thinking, I'm like, I don't. I'm I'm like I'm on the fence. I think it would have been better. I mean, I, I love know. Amy Adams. I love Amy Adams, but I just yeah. think that the way that they act is so different. I see Amy Adams more as enchanted and like like singing <laughs> yeah. not really serious yeah. serious so that would have that would have been definitely interesting this is the rock's third animated film that he's done got any guesses on the other ones i know moana moana is one of them this one's the second one so what would the third one be and I... at 51 oh wow really yep back in 2009 That's... I don't yeah, know. I was going to say, that's kind of old right there. I, I can't even remember the movie on that. Um, Crypto was also a member of a group called the Legion of Super Pets, which uh, consisted of him, Comet the Super Horse, Streaky the Super Cat, Beepo the Super Power Chimp from Krypton. So apparently there's other animal characters <laughs> in the comics that we don't know about. So I'm sitting here thinking, what uh, are some Marvel? I don't think Marvel has. I don't think I don't, animal really don't think they do characters. So DC definitely took that and went with it because you know DC and Marvel copy off each other on characters and yeah. stuff. But uh, looks like they <laughs> they took this one and uh, went with it themselves. This is Keanu Reeves' third appearance in an animated film also. Does that Matrix one count? No. Okay, because I know they did that one animated Matrix one that he did the voice for. Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't remember him ever doing... Toy Story 4. Oh, yeah, that's right. He played the Evil Knievel toy on that. Yep. And then apparently he was a voice in the SpongeBob movie, SpongeBob on the Run. Did what? not know that either. Oh no, he! I don't think he was an actual voice. I think he was actually they used his head for something. Oh, did the they? Movie. Yeah, I think if I remember that right from the trailer. Yeah. So, uh, that, that, I mean, those are some uh, fun facts. I know everybody's giving Keanu Reeves some praise about that what he did and that his voice speaking of Keanu Reeves did you see that he he came out and said that he's starting to give up on playing like he's losing hope on playing his his favorite dream Marvel character 
<laughs> he says it's probably uh, too late. What? Which was what? Who was it? Wolverine. Oh yeah, that, I mean, <laughs> no offense to him or nothing. It, it's definitely outdated for that, but he, he did say he'll make John Wick, and as long as the people want it, he'll keep making John Wick movies. I mean, speaking of Marvel movies, because we got to get on a topic of some some good good comics, good good characters, good movies. Uh, the Ryan Goslin, they want talking about him playing Ghost Rider, which after seeing the Gray Man and such a good job in the Gray Man, yeah, I I, I think he could do it. I I think he could. I think it would be pretty interesting to see i definitely know they need to reboot that nicholas cage awesome it was it was great to see that character come alive it's it was, one of yeah, the first definitely a good Marvel choice movies. for it just... yeah but it's time it's time to give it a little uh say i and i and i would i would hope that um because i mean being a, being a marvel fan and stuff if you haven't watched agents of shield you you won't know, but if you watch Agents of Shield, um, they had Robbie Reyes, Ghost Rider, in, in that series. You know, later in the series and stuff. And in the comic books, you know, he's the third one after Danny Cash. But I would like to see something like if Ryan Gosling played Danny Cash, and you just brought back Nicholas Cage as Johnny Blaze to basically pass on that that power to and stuff, which was an interesting enough because they actually teased that in Agents of Shield with Robbie Reyes that Johnny Blaze was the one that showed up and gave him the powers, even though they didn't technically show him show him. That Johnny Blaze was the one that, and in the comics that's correct too because Johnny Blaze is the one that gives him the powers. But I think it'd be great to see Ryan Gosling as more of like a Danny Cash and kind of go with that storyline instead of redoing Johnny Blaze. But I. I I don't know if he will he will be offered a role after he does this Barbie movie. I was just thinking the exact <laughs> same thing in my head. I was like, I don't know. After Barbie, man, that that might destroy a lot of for him. But oh, there, there's man. there's a lot of people are saying that Barbie movie is going to be huge, though. So. Uh, even uh, him, he said he's he hasn't done nothing like this before, and it's he says it's going to be a game changer kind of thing uh and i i i don't know i'm i don't know if i'm gonna watch it i i, I won't go to the theater and see that and y'all no. better not vote for that either. yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not getting voted um a lot of a lot of good marvel movies coming coming up in a few we're we're i guess i guess we're a huge huge marvel uh fan podcast here we we love yeah, the marvel that's, movies they it's make not the that better. DC, i don't like dc it's just they're not putting out good stuff and they're not putting out good stuff enough yeah you know like I, it marvel takes them so long out, yeah marvel's popping out two or three movies a year because they're just they're on top of it and they know what they're doing and stuff and, and dc is just i mean like this year all you got is shazam and black adam i mean that's and it's it seems like it seems like DC is the way that they're doing it is they're they're putting out feelers, like they put they put a movie out and they're like, hmm, what does it got? Okay, yeah. that was okay, so we could go to yeah. the next movie. Ah, oh, that one didn't do so well. Let's take some time to re rethink some things. It's like yeah. let's let's just start 
start putting them out. Like, get your story straight. That's one thing story, DC can't do. They cannot get the their storylines. Their timelines yeah. are all yeah. over the place. Their stories are just that's one thing marvel's got locked down is the consistency and their story like every single movie every single tv show every single something that's all ties together, together. yeah and i think where dc went wrong was the not having their tv characters appear in their live action movies yeah so i mean that took a i mean i know it took me out especially when like arrow first came out and they wouldn't give Steve Amell a movie, movie which I think yeah. Arrow should have had a movie. Arrow, I think, is yeah. one of, and he's an he's an original Justice League, yet they kicked him out. They didn't even put him in the Justice nope, League. Justice League was he's, in it, whether it be another even, character playing Green Arrow or not. Just yeah, they didn't have him at all. So or so Green DC's, Lantern for that matter. So I yeah, mean, I, well, I mean, they, that's like I said, they put out the feelers, they put out Green Lantern, and they didn't and, get. And well, that's exactly that's exactly what happened with Justice League, though. They put that out, and they're like, and it just went completely for them, and they're like, okay, we got to rearrange everything now because this is just it didn't work out for them, and you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they if they didn't have another Justice League movie come out. And the next oh, few yeah. years, I don't, they're gonna I don't they're gonna re- completely redo it. Um, I would not be upset, would not be sad if they recast everybody. Like yeah, every no. single. Every, yeah, be... I love I love Henry Cavill as Superman. I think he did a fantastic job. But I mean, even if they recast him as Superman, I I, I think they they could do a really good job. Um. Yeah, I I would be okay with with basically that one, and then go around him because Henry Cavill would be a good Superman to just put everything else around and just recast people. But if they just if they just take what they're doing for their series, all their se- like they have really good series. Um, yeah, the crossovers and everything. I mean, that's- yeah, and the one that I the one that I just finished was Lois and Superman. And or Superman and Lois, it was it was really good, and I think Tyler or Taylor Tyler Tyler does a really good job as Superman. So, if they just took what they're doing for the series, I don't know if it's the directors or the writers, just take take those writers or directors and shoot a good movie. Oh. Yeah. So let's get yes. off some DC and some Marvel stuff, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get on here, and this 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 might be this might just be an unpopular opinion, but I just finished Stranger Things. Just finished season four, episode nine, an hour and nineteen minutes longer than it should have been. Is that, they, is that the, like the very last episode? That's the last they, episode. That's what they doing that's the like in two parts or something. Well, the they did seven, one through seven is was first, and then a couple months later is oh, eight okay. and nine. Gotcha. Um, but two hours and nineteen minutes for very under par. Uh, it just it it did not leave me wanting to see season five at all. Yeah. And you know what? I can't say that. I can't say it didn't want leave me. Well, I mean, I guess I can, but I technically did not finish the episode. I still have like 24 minutes left because we looked and we were, I mean, 
throughout the whole thing, I was doing other stuff because it was just so boring, drawn out. That's how, like, that's where you know this could have been shorter. Yeah, we just start, throwing yeah. stuff in there. And I, my wife and I, we looked, and it was it, there's still 24 minutes left. And we're like, you know what? We're just, we're just gonna we're gonna pause this here. We got stuff to do with our lives. We need to go. We need to go do that. But I saw a funny thing, like speaking of like Stranger Things, because they're like hour episodes, and I I seen a thing. And it said it was like a, a meme or something. It's like, you want to go see an eight-hour movie? And they're like, no, that's freaking crazy. Let's just stay home and binge watch eight episodes that are an hour each. <laughs> watch them all at once. Very true. It's like yeah, exactly, exactly. Don't want to go right, see an eight-hour movie, but you'll sit and watch eight episodes that are an hour each for straight through. Watch them all. Um, yeah, and that's. Uh, that's that's what we do we we binge watch things um we're, we're gonna take this time right now to thank those film core crew members and those members are vicky and david ingblom dustin clark bobby saravanera little thrusty danny gowan carl robbins dylan painter and josh elizabeth shepherd appreciate all of you for supporting us here at film core digital and the film core cast and if you want to be a member, all you have to do is go to the link, filmcoredigital.com. Scroll to the bottom. Right there, it says become a member because the website's up. It's up and running. Oh. It's it's not finished. <laughs> There's pages that I haven't put on But it's still going. It is on there. It is for you to go check out, view. Um, nice. Josh, you should have Elizabeth sign into her account on there and make sure she can see because the the benefits page I have up right now is the film core the film core cast all the podcasts previous videos are up on there so make sure she can see that and uh, yeah so if you guys want to become a member click that link awesome yeah anything any fun fun news movies anything that you've seen that you any news that you want to discuss um oh uh not to really get back on DC and stuff like that, but the, the one of the biggest news I saw was that they're they confirmed for Ben Affleck's Batman to be in Aquaman too. Yeah, and I did see, I saw that, and then I just saw something. Um, it's either last night or this morning, and I don't know how true it is, but it said that he his Batman is replacing Michael Keaton's Batman. Like completely replace it. So I don't know how true I, that is. It because it, it was saying that he's replacing it and Michael Keaton's not going to be in it. Well, because I mean, I mean, they're both going to be in Flashpoint, you know. But like, I don't. How do you? Because you know, we're with Ben Affleck's is with Flash, and then Michael Keaton's is in the different universe that you know we're going to visit and stuff with Flashpoint and stuff. So I don't, I don't know how that would even be. But I mean, because especially because I mean, obviously Michael Keaton's going to be old man Bruce Wayne slash batman ben affleck's bruce wayne was already aging and stuff you know of the whole robin and stuff like that because he's already been through his second robin and stuff and everything so and he's already aged enough so i don't really see that being a really a concept that you could go with because you already got two old batmans you would have to kind of get somebody younger to get in there yeah whichever you never know they might be keeping a secret and we might get robert pattinson batman and flashpoint you know, it, yeah. you just never know. So, so I just saw a thing uh, back on the Super Pets. Apparently, 
the opening weekend box office was lower than Buzz Lightyear. Really? Which uh, you guys all know how we felt about Buzz Lightyear. If you listen yeah. to that podcast. Um, okay. Fantastic. What, what are your, what are your thoughts, Josh? I just uh, looking at this. So MCU suggests that Thor is the only one who can defeat Scarlet Witch. Um, it's highly unlikely, but um, he does have magic in him, obviously, because his mom was a witch and, you know, his dad being a god and everything. So, I mean, he does technically have magic in him and everything, but beating Scarlet Witch? It says that he can beat her in a fight as long as he has Stormbreaker. Definitely over Mornier. Absolutely. I could, I could see that because, uh, I mean, no offense, uh, you know, the original and stuff, but Stormbreaker is a lot more powerful, can do a lot more um, than Mornier can. And so, I mean, it'd be if they choose to do something like that in the MCU in the movies, that'd be awesome to see, you know, because she's technically still on the loose. So, I mean, but it'd be an awesome to see that fight. But I, I, I don't know. I don't think she could do it. I don't think he could do it. Yeah, that would definitely. I mean, Marvel's got so many ranges that they can go for, so many storylines. And did you see that the that the James Gunn announced that Guardians Three is the last MCU Guardians that story's done? Yep, yep. You will definitely probably see him, and if there's any more future Thor movies, you'll probably see him in that and stuff. Because I definitely would have loved to see more of the As Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, yeah. thing instead of just a little brief thing that they did in the movie. Uh, but I mean, then they'll sh- they can show up in other movies like you know Avengers and stuff like that in the future. But yeah, I, I heard that they that's going to be the last Guardians of the Galaxy movie. But we'll see. A lot of people are saying, even with the trailer that showed up comic-con that it was like it made people cry and everything like that so we'll see what happens it's definitely gonna be it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a moment because chris chris pratt is my favorite chris and i think he does a great job as star lord so it's definitely gonna be it's gonna be something to see let's let's finish this up with what's a movie that you would like to see remade josh from growing up Oh, uh, there's that's the thing. There's so many from because there's already so many movies getting remade and stuff or remade, remade. Uh, you know, um, I don't know. Uh, I think one, I want a good one would definitely be a Double Dragon. I know we've talked about it before and stuff. Um, I think that would definitely be a good one to get remade. Uh, nothing from when we were a kid, but I definitely would love to see them do a straight out properly done street fighter movie so i mean yep i guess remaking the, the the street fighter movie that we grew up with not the you know the other one that was based on just the, the female but the one that we grew up with jean-claude van damme and stuff and just doing it properly and stuff and making it really good that'd be a really good one to see as well i not really a remake but a sequel after like it's 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 been it's been like what 20 something years um i would love especially now that mavic came out and top gun did really well i would love to see a days of thunder sequel oh yeah that's been a hot topic all over the internet man i i would love because that's one of my favorite movies um i i love that movie that's one of my favorite tom cruise movies it was fantastic i think they should do it 
Um, oh, yeah. Tom Cruise, if you're listening, and I know you are, <laughs> <laughs> we need you to make a sequel to Days of Thunder because I'm looking forward to it. Hey, we got to write a script and pitch to him, man. I should. I should. I should start doing that. I should take all these movies. We should take the movies that we want to see sequels to um, and and write a short story on it, shoot it, and put it on the channel. That'd be good we could idea. do like sequels, what what could have been or something or should be. So, you know what? I think, I think we're going to do that. If you guys think that's a good idea, go ahead and uh, send us some ideas of movies that you would like to see remade. I think we're going to do that. I think we're going to, we're going to compile a list of films that we would like to see redone or a, a, a list of films that we would like to see sequels to. I guess we could do redone too. No, nah, redone. Cause I don't know. I don't know. It depends on the movie. We, I don't, we might not be able to do, do it justice as, as well as they did on their huge budget, but yeah, we can, we can yeah. try. So definitely send us, send us some ideas of movies that you would like to see sequels to. And we'll 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 start a series on the channel of sequels for upcoming movies. I think it'd be a pretty good idea. But feel like we're going to selfish plug. Do you have any selfish plugs that you want to give away? I don't personally, but um, I always definitely go check out Film Court Digital and stuff. Um, gotta go support that um, and support the um, podcast. Uh, definitely go support and check out my man, uh, Double O Badger, um, Dylan out there. He's doing really good work and stuff. A lot of charity stuff. So I literally like watching his stuff and everything. So definitely go check all that out. All righty. Well, that's our time for today. Make sure you like and subscribe to the Filmcore digital channel on YouTube. Check out Filmcore Digital on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, um, Twitter. I believe we're over there too. And if you want to get on the movie polls to decide what movies that we're going to talk about on the on the uh, podcast, definitely go check out the Film Core cast on Facebook. We put a poll up there every week. Click what you want to see. Maybe it will win. But that's all the time. Thanks for joining us, and we hope to catch you in the next one. Bye.